Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. What up? About last night, podcast listeners, your boy Adam Ray here. Got a quick question for you. You guys like making great money, right? Like super dope money? Oh, <laughs> that's what I thought. Well, here's a really cool opportunity I just had to share with you. Driving with Uber. That's right, Uber. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. Yeah, man, everybody uses it. I take Uber pretty much every day. I take it when I'm trying to get to a comedy club. I take it when I'm trying to avoid drinking and driving. I take it when I just want to meet cool people. I'm telling you, the stories and the conversations I've had while in an Uber are incredible. One of my best buds met his current girlfriend through Uber because Uber drivers are the shit, man. They're cool. They're fun. they, They are good at conversation and they get you where you need to go on time and in the appropriate amount of fun. Uh, you know why people love driving with Uber? I'll tell you what. The people who drive with Uber, they love it because they're their own boss. All right? They earn great money, and it's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. That's all you need. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, all right, if you're trying to find a way uh, to easily work around your family schedule, perfect. Drive with Uber. Students, you looking to make some extra cash in between those classes? Perfect. Drive with Uber. Now's the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. All right, you guys are going to thank me for telling you how to get paid weekly. I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber, and we could talk about we could talk about all sorts of fun. We could talk about ducktails. We could talk about Pop-Tarts and Fraggle rock and, and and how the Muppets are coming back. We can talk about weed, man. I'm telling you, if you've got a car and a license, put them both to work for you today and start earning serious life-changing cash. Sign up to drive with Uber at visit. Sign up to drive with Uber at drivewithuber.com. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Hey, guess what? Don't be a goober. Drivewithuber.com. Guess what time it is? It's football time. Guess what time it is? It's football time. Guess what time it is? It's football time. It's almost time for football. (laughs) Well, that is a song you will probably never hear during the NFL season, but it is true. It's almost football time, baby. Only a few more preseason games to go before the regular season kicks off. And if you could start the season by winning $2 million in one week at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site, would you? Yeah. Well, guess what? It's the biggest fantasy football contest ever. $10 million in prizes are up for grabs, including $2 million for first place and $1 million for second. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments, all right? It's fantasy football on demand. You play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. All you got to do is pick your players, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. You've never experienced football like this. I guarantee it. Every game feels like the playoffs, and we know how intense the playoffs are. Even week one of fantasy football feels that incredible, and every Every broken tackle or spectacular catch could take you closer to a $2 million prize. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings, baby. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ALN to play free for a shot at $2 million in the Week 1 Millionaire Maker. Enter ALN for free entry now at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. 
Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you for listening and subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, your Android device, whatever you get the podcast on. We appreciate all the support, all the emails, all the tweets, um, all the fun hashtags you guys have been throwing out recently. Uh, We're loving it. Keep doing it. Keep supporting. Keep bringing your ALN merch to the shows. Brad and I both uh, had uh, people do that this weekend at my shows at the Ice House in Pasadena and the Comedy Store and Laugh Factory. Uh, some ALN fans with shirts, uh, Roni the Quave shirts that I signed, and then Brad had a bunch in Virginia Beach where he was. Um, we love it. Keep doing it. Keep wearing your shit. Keep uh, keep buying your merch at astoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. And while you're doing that, also uh, go to the iTunes page. Give us a five-star rating. It takes two seconds. Do it before you get into the the episode uh five star rating on itunes and leave a uh, comment on the itunes page that helps us climb the charts in the podcast world we love all the support it's what's uh driving us to go get big guests like we got coming up uh howie mandel in a couple weeks neil patrick harris after that mike judge of beavis and butthead um a lot of really fun episodes coming your way today's episode is no different today's episode features Someone who's very dear to my heart. She's been on the podcast already once, and she was in town visiting, helping to uh, helping me to get my apartment in order, I guess you could say. Uh, I'm uh, living by myself for the first time ever as an adult, and it's pretty fucking great. I have had roommates all the time, and uh, hey, man, uh, because of financial reasons of just, you know, it's cheaper to live in L.A. with people, um, but it finally happened to where I could be by myself, um, and I'm loving it. I love my place. Uh, it's where we do the pod. It's it's very cozy. And my mom, she uh, suggested that she come down to help me just you know become a, an adult. And I was like, well, become let me become adult and fucking leave me the fuck alone. But my mom's the best, and uh, she made her way down. We went to IKEA, got some shit, and uh, and she pops onto this podcast about 20 minutes in, and uh, Puddin uh, makes her triumphant return and delivers just like she did the first time around. Uh, she's she's very funny. I you know once you start to see your parents as people, not just as parents, you realize where you get what you get. Uh, and my sense of humor and, and timing definitely comes from my mom. Pudding delivers on this episode yet again. Um, we have some great stories of me as a kid where I started uh, to find my comedy chops. Uh, we talk about our childhood crushes. She comes in at that point. Brad and I are discussing our, our TV show uh, crushes. And then my mom jumps in at that point and gives her, uh, gives her uh, side of that story. Uh, and then we, we also talked... Uh, about uh, some hilarious mom catchphrases that Putin has and where those came from. We might be making shirts of one of them. You'll know what I'm talking about when you listen to the podcast, uh, which you can do in just a few moments. Thank you so much for, again, subscribing on iTunes. Continue to tell your friends to subscribe on iTunes. Of course, you can go to aboutlastnightpodcast.com to listen to past episodes uh, and also shop through the Amazon banner on aboutlastnightpodcast.com if you're going to do any shopping. You go through the Amazon banner on that site gives us a little kickback to uh, put that money towards uh towards equipment towards uh meatballs towards uh more batteries for brad's funky duck which he just bought and is being hilarious with all through his life uh go to our instagrams to see some great videos uh, brad williams comic adam ray 33 to see some uh, funky duck videos uh follow brad on twitter at funny brad follow me on twitter at adam ray comedy go see me in las vegas that's right baby tonight through Sunday, two shows a night. I'm at the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana Casino. 8.30 and 10.30 shows each night. Las Vegas, Nevada. Come out and see me. It's Labor Day. You got to be out there partying in Labor Day. That's, that's what people do, right? They go to Vegas. They get in the pool. They uh, Maybe they shouldn't be in the pool. Maybe, maybe their body's not ready for the pool. Um, 
I might be one of those people. I'm trying to do a lot of push-ups, a lot of Bowflex. <laughs> I keep making that Bowflex joke. It's not real, but I feel like at some point I'm going to have to just cave in and buy one. I did see Mission Impossible recently, and that shit made me feel bad. Tom Cruise is 51. Motherfucker's 18 years older than me, and he's jumping on planes and fighting people underwater. I'm like, fuck. I sprained my ankle getting out of an Uber last week. I need to make some changes and get on that cruise level. And then after that, come see me in Fort Worth, Texas. I'll be at Hyenas Comedy Club September 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, and then sporadic dates in Los Angeles. And then a big show in Spokane, Washington, actually. If you're looking to come see me in Washington State and, uh, and I'm too far from Seattle, well, here's your chance. The Bing Theater. October 23rd, 8 p.m. I'm bringing my friend Kelsey Cook to open for me. She's hilarious. Uh, it'll be the Bing Theater in Spokane, Washington. Get your tickets. Um, I think at bingtheater.com. I'll put a link on the website uh, on adamraytv.com. Bing Theater, 8 p.m., October 23rd. Come see me. Going to do probably an hour, hour and a half, a bunch of new material. Really pumped for that show. And then, of course, October 28th through November 1st, I'll be at the Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona with Brad Williams. We're doing a live ALN podcast on the 28th. That's a Wednesday at 8. Get your tickets at improv.com. Brad Williams. Well, I'll tell you where he is. September 10th, he's in Charlie's in Maui. Brad's doing shows in Hawaii. He's on a family vacay September 10th and September 12th at uh, Charlie's and Hawaiian Brian's. <laughs> what the fuck? Those are real places. That's awesome, though. Stand up in Hawaii. What a good excuse to go out there. And then September 18th through the 20th, Brad will be in Tampa at the Improv in Tampa, Florida. Go see him in Tampa. Get your tickets at improv.com September 18th through the 20th. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, Wow, I almost forgot. Last week, I proposed a contest that uh, that uh, came about because of Brent Morin's appearance on the podcast, five-time record holder Brent Morin, uh, in which we came up with the term Clooney Boop, uh, which basically means any sort of fumble or flib or um, awkward, embarrassing moment that has happened in your life that was not planned. That's what a Clooney Boop is, okay? You can't help it. It's a part of life. We all make Clooney Boops, and uh, you know what? <laughs> Titling it Clooney Boop hopefully helps to give you some sort of a comedic uh, approach to, to how ridiculous what you went through was and maybe uh, lessens the embarrassing factor of it. Um, we got so many great entries. This was uh, We're going to be doing this every week now, different ALN podcast contest in, in which we can give away free merch and sign CDs. Um, and uh, we got so many entries on this. Um, really, really pumped. You guys are the shit. I didn't think uh, we'd get this many. We did. Uh, they were tough to pick because there were so many, but I think we got a diverse group. And uh, we do have a winner, but we also have two runner-ups. And um, you runner-ups are actually going to get some signed CDs from Brad and I. So congratulations to our runners-up. Our third runner-up Clooney Boop winner on the ALN podcast is, uh, is Joey Harris. Joey Harris, I don't know where you're from, buddy, but, um, you know, um, we appreciate you listening and sending in, in your Clooney boop. And this is Joey Harris's Clooney boop. I'll try to uh, do it in Joey Harris's voice, uh, what I think Joey Harris sounds like. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I had a particularly rememberable Clooney boop in the late... Is that a fucking word? Rememberable. I think, me- I think he meant memorable. Oh, Jesus, Joey. Off to a rocky start. You Clooney booped in your fucking Clooney boop. Um, <laughs> wow. All right, here we go. Take two. Uh, what's up? My name's Joey Harris. I had a particularly rememberable Clooney boop in the late 90s while in college. It was my freshman year, and trying to get along with my roommate for his birthday, I bought him a Kathy Ireland poster for his wall from Walmart. <laughs> 
When I returned to the room, I gave him the poster, then left to go get something to eat. When I got back, he said thanks for the poster with a weird inflection in his voice. I looked down, and on the poster was not Kathy Ireland, but a grinning Jonathan Taylor Thomas in a suit with Jonathan written down the side of the poster. Jonathan just happened to be my roommate's name. (laughs) Never buy posters from Walmart. Love the show, Joey Harris. Thanks, Joey. Third place, runner-up, Clooney Boop winner. You're going to get some signed CDs from Brad and I. Thanks for sending that in. Our second place Clooney Boop winner is Aaron Cook. Aaron Cook, I don't know where you're from, buddy, but appreciate you listening to the podcast. Thanks for being a fan. Here is Aaron Cook's Clooney Boop. I was in second grade, and my sister was in fourth. I had to shit real bad during lunch, and it was the 90s, and I couldn't get my Oshkosh Bagosh overalls off in time. (laughs) So I shit my pants. On the toilet, everywhere. I went to the clinic and heard on the intercom, janitor to the boys' room, janitor to the boys' room. My principal came in and asked if I used the bathroom. I, of course, said no, but he had to have smelled the overwhelming shit smell, so he knew. So many years later, I was telling the story at a family dinner. My sister said, that was you? <laughs> what the fact? Apparently, they brought all the boys into her class into the bathroom to show them that this isn't something we do. They told her it was the most disgusting thing they'd ever seen. So I was this phantom shitter. <laughs> Clooney boop at an early age. Aaron Cook, congratulations. Thank you for your second place runner-up Clooney boop. You get some signed CDs from Brad Williams and Adam Ray. All right. First place, inaugural Clooney Boop contest on the About Last Night podcast. Almost threw up in my mouth. Our first place winner is Tony Riney. Tony Riney or Reeny. Tony Reeny Riney. <laughs> Don't know where you're from. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate the support. Here is your Clooney Boop. You will be receiving a Roni and the Quave shirt, an ALN shirt, and two signed CDs. From Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Congratulations! Here is Tony Reeny Riney's Clooney Boop. I'll do it as Tony Danza, since your name is also Tony. Here's a great story. I was at work and had to take a piss test. The problem was, I had literally walked out of the bathroom when my boss told me I had been randomly selected. The test taker hands me a cup and tells me to fill it up. My bladder was totally empty, and I could not piss. I tried, I tried, and I tried. I pushed so hard, I shit my pants. I wasn't allowed to flush the toilet, so I shoved teepee in my ass. I drank three gallons of water and tried again. More shit, more teepee, more shit, more teepee. This lasted for four hours until my bladder was so full, I pissed pure mountain spring water and overfilled the cup. I handed over the cup to the test taker and then took the biggest shit ever. I walked out of the bathroom like 20 minutes later. (laughs) I texted my boss earlier during the situation, and he made it his business to tell everyone in the office what was going on. I walked out of the bathroom to the biggest round of applause in my life. (laughs) My boss and I are the only people left from that day, but he makes a point to tell all the new people on their first day about my Clooney boop. Tony Riney, Reeney, congratulations. The winner of the inaugural Clooney Boop contest on the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much. Now that we got the Clooney Boop winners out of the way, those are the tour dates, those are the Twitter handles, that's the merch info. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with second time guest, my mama, Puddin'. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and. 
last night. <laughs> That's right. Wait. Brad Madugie in Montreal. I did. They became friends. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And now we're gonna have him on the podcast. Soon. Whether we do it in New York or LA. We'll fly there. It's gonna be. It's gonna be dope. Damn right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Doogie. Fuck, fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. yeah. That's that's one way to. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, if you couldn't pick up on <laughs> on that, Brad met Doogie. I met Doogie. Brad met Neil Patrick Harris. I did, uh, and and thank you guys for continuously listening to the podcast. You may you may have noticed that it's just been a lot of uh, either just me or just Adam, and one of the reasons why that's been happening is because both of us have been really busy. Doing a bunch of stuff all over the, all over the country, and in some cases, different countries. Yeah. So uh, now we're finally back, and we're finally both in the same area. So we figure, well, let's sit down, yeah. let's 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 catch up. Let's we got to do one of these every now yeah. and then just to make sure that we can talk to each other and not just sure that we, that, that we can get along without a guest. Yeah. So a let, third wheel. So let's sit down, relax, open a Werther's original, and uh, have one of those chats. Nice. I do actually have those. Do you have Werther's Original? God, you know me too well. Wait, how do you have Werther's Original? I'm You're a 90-year-old man in yeah. a 33-year-old body. Holy shit. You're going you, you gonna to tell me about the Depression? <laughs> I mean, if I was a history buff, I would, but I do not know what that is. No, I, Wait, do, I, do, yeah, I, do, I do. Why don't you sit down? Let me hear you. And I'll tell you about a story. Me and your grandma, we had, to, we had to fuck by candlelight. You know what's great about your old man voice? <laughs> what's that? Is that it sounds like... It sounds like what your old man voice is going to be. Because, <laughs> like, when I do an old man voice, I do, I do like this. I do yeah. the old man who's sitting on the edge of a chair on yeah. a couch, and I can't feel anything. You're, yeah, yours is almost if, uh, uh, is if Doc from Back to the Future got, like, 20 years older. Oh, <laughs> Marty! Marty! <laughs> Great Scott! Yeah, yeah, exactly. for sure. Uh, I hope we have cool old man voices, by the way. I do, because I, 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 think, I, I think it's safe to say that we have pretty good speaking voices. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think, ladies? I mean, I think they're pretty damn uh, good. I think they're spiffy. I think they make people... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, you kind of went to Forrest Gump area. <laughs> well, I was going to say... Uh, uh, not Clint Eastwood. Um, who's the guy who talked like this? The oh. Western guy? Oh, John John John, John Wayne. Elway. Wait, who? No, not John Elway. <laughs> Legendary quarterback and current GM for the Denver Broncos that just signed a, a Pro Bowl guard to a one-year deal that's going to strengthen our offensive line. No, not that John Welcome Elway. Welcome back to Nobody Cares. <laughs> hey, you shut your mouth. Uh, no, no, talking about talking John about Wayne. John Pilgrim. Wayne. John Wayne. John not Wayne. John Wayne Bobbitt. No. I have my penis. Yeah, you do. No. Oh, talking about John Wayne, the Western the star. The Western star, the Western stud, the Western... Died of colon cancer. Died of colon cancer. Had way too much stuff in his ass. John Wayne, <laughs> it almost can segue into Dana Carvey's Brokaw. Uh, wait, okay, so, wait, okay, so this... Or no, so no, this the is, Ted Koppel. The oh, Ted yeah, Koppel. okay, so this is, Je- this so this is, is John, John Wayne, and then I'm Ted Koppel. Wow, wow! 
I'm Ted Capo doing what? Nightline right what? here. What? Did I have, do I have a Ted Koppel impression? Maybe it was Brokaw's what I meant, because the John Wayne went like this, and then the Brokaw went oh, yeah. like this. Uh, Tom Brokaw, Charles Ford. There it is. That, well, back to the Koppel. <laughs> back, to, back to Ted Koppel. <laughs> oh, my God. Hosting what? Nightline. I didn't uh, know I had this impression in me. I'm telling you, man. That's maybe, how I discover I have him. You know what? You know what you're making me realize? Later today, we're going to find out, are there AIDS in Fruity Pebbles? Oh, God. <laughs> stay, so, stay tuned after so, the break. Such a drastic headline. <laughs> um, you don't want although, them Fruity Pebble AIDS. That would make me watch, those Fruity Pebble AIDS. <laughs> Jesus, you're so street. The amount of impressions that you are starting to bring to the forefront that we didn't know you have right, makes me realize... Oh man, maybe you should put together an SNL tape. And Kim, let's be honest. Um, you're a commodity already. Sure. But with actual great impressions, dude? Right? What I, the fuck? I'm I'm Mini Ted Koppel. Oh my god. I need four phone books behind this desk. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole sketch every week, man. Just I'm the I'm the mini newsman. Mini Koppel. Oh yeah, or mini newsman. Um, so when I'm doing the weather as the mini newsman, You're I can jumping o- to point to like the map. I can only tell you what's happening in Texas and Florida. <laughs> about it oh my god what's ha- what's happening in north dakota go fuck yourself yeah. i'm not telling you because <laughs> i can't see it from here no i might be able to get up to oklahoma <laughs> with a boost with a boost feel like picking me up i'll tell you what's going on in maine <laughs> it, 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 if i jump i can tell you what's happening in new mexico <laughs> and that's about it that's so funny, man. Mini Ted Capital. <laughs> I mean, that's also now we just wrote a great sketch for you. Mini sure. Weatherman. Mini Weatherman is, fa- is fantastic. Uh, hey, so what's going on there in uh, Seattle this weekend? Uh, you're filling in. You know what Fucking rain? Yeah, I exactly. don't know. <laughs> play you and you're filling in and they're like, the, 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 the anchor keeps tossing to you being like, and what's going on like there? And you're like, I don't know, dude. You know, uh, all right, bro, what about New York? Really, man? Can't can't give me San Diego. Give me San, give me San Diego. <laughs> give me the cities I can see. I'll tell I'll tell you all about Tampa. Uh, I I I I might even stretch and do Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, man. But fuck, man, New York. <laughs> really? I don't know. Stuff's happening. Ask Carson Daly. Ask He's Carson. there. Al Roker's in New York. By the way, ask, fucking talk to him. Ask Carson Daly is for sure a show that will be coming out probably within the next twenty to thirty years. God, I hope so. After he's just done everything, and it's like, or maybe that's just an app. <laughs> where you just ask Carson Daly. Ask Carson Daly. About a band, and about then, a new catchphrase or a new handshake. Because there was a while where he had his finger TRL. or fist he, on the pulse. <laughs> no, just to really uh, yeah, you know, he had, pound home the, he, the point that I'm trying to make of yeah. he knew it was hip. He, and he, 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 he was the first uh, straight dude that I saw put a, a finger polish. Uh, he had black nail polish. Yeah. And he would wear it on, t- on TRL. Wow. And I remember, I, I remember my dad... Walked in one day and I was uh, watching TRL. Uh, not the most embarrassing thing he's walked in on me doing. Uh, so you're watching an interview with NSYNC. Yeah, just riveted, glued yeah. to the TV. I'm, set. I'm just watching and 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 it zooms in on Carson and he's holding the microphone. You see that he's got black nail polish on and Dad just goes, "Who's that fairy?" And, <laughs> nice. and I'm like Pete Williams. I'm like he's he's, he's banging Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay, yeah. he's do he's doing okay. He's doing something right. He he he's he's, he's banging mid 90s. Wow, Jennifer Love Jennifer Hewitt. Love Hewitt. You know what's funny okay. about that? 
name? Nothing. You know what's hot about that name? <laughs> Everything. Everything. You know what's current about that name? I was thinking about Jennifer Love Hewitt like three days ago because our boy Jerry Ferrara, mm-hmm. um, Bad for Business podcast, check That's it out. Right. Uh, guest of the ALN podcast and great all-around dude. Sure. Told a story about one Jennifer Love Hewitt recently on an episode that he dedicated to the whole story. Uh, the, the whole the story was the the episode. Wow! And it's incredible, and it just made me go, "Wow!" It, it just it, it gave me some uh, re awareness of how much I wanted to see her naked. Oh, absolutely! In the 90s. And, Everyone did, and also she in interviews she just seemed so cool and i was like oh god i want to date you but i'm not a stalker yeah i want to meet you but i'm not crazy yeah how do i do this how, well, do, I, how, how do i make this happen well thank you twitter because now we can at least potentially reach out you can, you can try uh or I, who know who do we know that knows her we need that, some six degrees of, of of love hewitt here six degrees of love hewitt well uh let's see well do you have a jennifer love hewitt story because i because i've actually met her once what yes it, 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 this this is this is an this is an epic story and if you and if you wanted to sleep with her I'm sorry because I may have just ruined it for you because uh, here 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 was the story Adam Ray okay oh, no here, here was the story like telling me Ken Griffey Jr. beats kids uh, n- n- not on the weekdays uh, you <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm going to an audition at the Warner Brothers Studios uh, which and I arrive way too early because this is back when I was living in Orange County and sometimes I left like an hour and a half because yeah. I was expecting a lot of traffic and then there was no traffic for once yep. so I got there way too early so I thought well I'll, I'll go to the Taco Bell uh, which is right next to <laughs> nice. uh, Warner Brothers Studios so you're showing up just reeking of gorditas damn right uh, uh, god that, that has to be a perfume uh Reeking of gorditas. <laughs> or just gorditas. Yeah. Oh, just gorditas. Why perfume. hasn't Taco Bell or any of these fast food joints right? come up with the idea to make a cologne yet? Especially Cinnabon. I actually tweeted that the other come day on. because I smelt a, um, oh, it was Burger King chicken fries. Oh, yeah, those are awesome. I was driving, uh, and, and it was just oozing out of the uh, Burger King, and I was yeah. like, oh, man. this I need to spray this on my body. <laughs> I mean, something around that came into my head. Sure. Uh, I need chicken fry <laughs> fragrance right? on my body. Yeah. Totally. Speaking real quick tangent, Burger okay. King and McDonald's, have you seen the recent post about them possibly merging for a McWhopper? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, a McWhopper sounds like a really bad sexual maneuver that you don't want to try. Or an amazing sandwich. <laughs> or an amazing sandwich. From the kings of the fast food industry. Oh, man. They've never... Have they come together on anything? Uh, well, I don't think... Other than killing America? <laughs> oh, other than that, I mean, they're, they've, they've tag-teamed that one pretty good. But overall, I don't think they have because it's like, um, oh, man, that would, that would trump Jetsons meet the Flintstones as, like, the greatest... Burger King meets Mer- McDonald's? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, ba- uh, back to Love Hewitt. So, uh, By the way, the only thing you can, you can stray away from a Love Hewitt story for... Yeah. Is a Burger King McDonald's possible merger? <laughs> possible. Oh my God! If they could somehow do a, Mc, a, a McFlurry icy, I don't know how that would work, but Jesus. make it happen. Maybe it opens the doors too for other um, shit, man. I don't know other sure. mergers. Like, can you imagine? And just try to wrap your head around this. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna try a McFlurry Frosty. Oh. Do you even do? But that, that is, now does that? This makes me too happy. Now does that ruin the individual? of each of the I don't know. separate items. Like, I does the frosting know. now become cluttered with flurry juice? Uh, <laughs> Although, here's the thing, man. Here's how you combine them. Okay. You just put, you take, like, the ingredients of a frosty. Yeah. And you, like, uh, make maybe, like, Oreo in the frosty or M&M in the frosty. Okay. Right? That's how you make it okay. a combo. I get it. 
Or maybe you just straight up just fucking... And then maybe do a little swirl Pull the or cup underneath both machines and, and let the good times roll. Just fucking see what and happens. Just sit back and let whatever's supposed to happen, happen. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure... <laughs> That's the commercial, by the way. Yeah. It's a guy taking a cup and he looks at the frosty machine. No, it's a guy... Here's what it is. Okay. He goes to McDonald's. He breaks in. He holds his cup under the frosty machine <laughs> at, at Wendy's yeah. and then drives over to McDonald's, breaks in. Yeah. And somebody comes in and goes, what are you doing? And then he runs away and he gets to like some... He, he, he drives all the way... Till he puts it in a cooler and yeah. drives like miles away to like Barstow to the middle of the desert, <laughs> sits down, opens it up, and takes a bite. Oh, yeah. And just lays back and it goes, the McFlurry Frosty. Oh, yeah. Whatever's supposed to happen is supposed to happen. I'm, or sit back and let it happen. For, sit back and let it happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, a guy doing that, mixing the McFlurry and the Frosty, that's how a new superhero is created. <laughs> like, that's the, like, that's the, the origin McFrosty. story. The McFrosty. <laughs> Oh, God, no, we're trying to rob the bank, but there's McFrosty. Son of a bitch. And maybe that's how we see the resurgence of just mascots for McDonald's. Because yeah. when's the last time you've seen Grimace anywhere? When's the last time you've seen something positive with Ronald McDonald, other than him being parodied in something that's like a yeah, creepy clown? A clown or- yeah, I mean, they, they, they tried to do a new Hamburglar recently, and they made him like live action instead of the cartoon Hamburglar. No, I'm not okay it, with that. It, it just looked creepy. It, it, it just looked like he was a child molester. Yeah. It, it, was really, it was really bad. I think they already scrapped the idea. So, uh, yeah, and then, and then remember, remember when McDonald's had the, the Half Moon guy? Yeah. What the fuck was his name? I don't know. But Half Moon guy. But he was like really, really cool, and he had a black leather jacket. I love how you just tried to justify his coolness in your head by, by saying it like, Half Moon guy. Yeah, like, Half <laughs> Moon guy. Hey. That's, that's how they Hello, pitch ladies. it in the meeting. I'm Half Moon guy. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that one. Like, yeah, he had sunglasses and a black leather jacket. I'm going to have to look that up. I'll tell you who the never ate McDonald's was. or Burger King. Jennifer Love Hewitt. She, uh, I mean. Not with a body like that. No, but. Uh, that this is where this is where I may burst your bubble. Is I'm sitting in line at the uh, Taco Bell. I I go I go in and I'm, and I'm standing there, and all and all of a sudden I look behind me in line. Who's right behind me? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Right behind me in a line for Taco Bell. She didn't send out a PA. Didn't send out an assistant. She's standing there in line, and I'm like, Hot girls love fast food, man. I'm I'm trying to like eavesdrop. Like, well, what well, well, what's she gonna order? Like. Maybe there's a secret Jennifer Love Hewitt menu item that we don't know about. That wow. like that she comes like, in, she goes, "Hey, give me the, <laughs> give me the, give, give me the, love. give me the loverito." Nice. And everyone's just looking at her like, "We have to make the loverito," and, and, and they just do it for her. Like I was expecting. What did she order? Like that uh, I uh, she uh, uh, what was it? Uh, she uh, a some double deckers. Uh, what what was the taco that was the the crunchy taco wrapped in the. Oh, she ordered a cheesy gordita crunch. Wow. Yeah. Good for her. The official food of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Now, why was that story supposed to make me not want to be attracted to her? I don't know, because maybe she eats Taco Bell. I don't know. Is I that mean, good? If you were to say, and then, you know, and then, and then she, she turned and around and shit her pants <laughs> and wiped her ass with the wrapper. Like, yeah, man, that would make me go, no thanks. Yeah. I'm See out. you later, boner. <laughs> I'm moving on to Nev Campbell. <laughs> Going through the entire party of five cats. Nice. Might as well. Yeah. She was hot, too. Exactly. Who was your uh, 90s super crush? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Honest to God, she was. I know. I know what you you did last summer. Wow. That was it. I know I did that summer. Yeah. Jerked (laughs) off. (laughs) A whole lot. So much jerking. So much jerking. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Her and Nev Campbell. Yeah. Together. That was a powerhouse combo. Right. That was like McGuire and um, Conseco. Right. Ba- the Bash Brothers of Boobs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> of 
boobage. Uh, yeah, they were they were amazing. Tiffany Amber Thiessen for me, I think, was still Ooh. the was still the go to. Yeah, because you know what was great about that is that Kelly she, Yeah, well, she she was cute, hot at Say by the Bell. Mm. Still at a time, I think when, and when I first started watching, I didn't yet know what was happening to my body or what I was <laughs> supposed to do with it. Sure. And then when she got on nine hundred two one zero, it was like now I know exactly what to do. <laughs> Defile this poster. Yeah, absolutely. Hello. Look, look. Oh, we have a guest. We have a guest. Hi, Adam Ray's mom, Puddin. Mom, sit down down for a sec. Yeah, because we're we're talking about um, the first uh, celebrities that your son uh, masturbated to. Well, that's not true. (laughs) Yeah, have fun. Hop hop on for a second. Well, this actually will be great. Can you hear yourself? Pull the mic forward. Pull the mic forward. Yeah, yeah. I could usually hear myself pretty well. Re- so, returning to the About Last Night podcast, putting everybody, <laughs> give it up. Yeah, straight from an Uber from Beverly Hills. Oh, my oh. son! My son takes very good care of he me. He spoils been, you. He's been Ubering me all over the city today. Or now, now does he go? Well, <laughs> well, first of all, let's clarify for the people who don't know what Uber is. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, I don't want. I don't want. It's not some weird Belgium sex move. No, no, yeah, not, not, yeah. not at all. Uh, uh, Uber, which is the, the the service that we do ads for. Yeah, a sponsor uh, of the About Last Night podcast. And uh, they're just and they're so gracious and so lovely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they've um, such gentlemen had suits on and um, the ri- now this is oh the ride gosh. sharing program. So yeah. did any of them any good stories? Did, were, did you, any good conversations, or do you just kind of sit back? Oh, You're a very well, chatty person, so did you engage? Well, I did talk to one guy, and and uh, he he had on some sort of uh, music that was um, not for old ears, and I said... <laughs> uh, <laughs> did it sound I like... Was it like that? Well, not even that good. Well, we now know that... Adam Ray can scat up the charts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he put on some nice music okay. for me. Oh, so good. So he, he so he was nice and he was accommodating. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. You I you guess. heard it here first. You heard it here first, kids. Oh. Uber, what a company. Yeah, <laughs> helping moms get from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, now, mom, we were talking about though our um, first like crushes from television from the '90s, and I was saying how mine was Kelly Kapowski from. Uh, Say by the Bell, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt on Party of Five. Now, who were yours? Robert Wagner. Rob, Robert Wagner. Didn't even skip a beat on that. No, no. she. No, no. no you knew. Wagner. Oh yeah, Robert Wagner. Oh my God, he had it all going on. Uh, he <laughs> dressed uh, terrific, and I remember when um, uh, when I was still married to your dad, and I'd buy. She, point, she pointed him. at me. Yeah, she, yeah. She, just, just so everyone knows. She pointed at Adam Ray. Yeah, Adam Ray. Adam Ray. <laughs> okay, just yeah, so we don't, yeah. have, just so we don't start any rumors. And the thickens of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like when you like the dramatic yeah. uh, soap opera music That's right there. That's where we announced that we're brothers <laughs> in that moment. All right, so he wore a oh, nice... Oh, so nice clothes, because he always had, you know, the greatest wardrobe. So I tried to uh, dress your dad like that, <laughs> rather than in these little, you know... Um, Really horrible pants and whatever. So I buy a tie and I'd say, "Now, now this is a Robert Wagner tie. <laughs> this is what huh? Robert Wagner would wear." Now, he thought it was probably kind of strange, and yeah. but but he ended up wearing him. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and, he, he was married. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was That's what you do. And uh, 
and I tend to do the same thing to George now. Yeah. Go, hey, this is a Robert Wagner. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just can't let it go. Can't, no, no. can't let go of Wagner. I think Coming I, this falls to the, C, to the CW. Oh, and I think, <laughs> I think Robert Wagner must be, you know, oh, Bob, if you're listening. Uh, he uh, is age 85. 85. I was just going to say what, that. What, and he still looks great. What does he sound like? What's it, What was his? Well, uh, for our younger listeners, and I'm only knowing this off the top of my head because it's right in front of me, uh, Robert Wagner was uh, number two in the Austin Powers movies. That guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And way before that. He oh, was, yeah. He was. Yeah. I, I'm only saying that once again, I have his bio yeah. right in front of me. But that's for, uh, that's for the. And where did Natalie Wood come into that? Oh, uh, Natalie Wood was his spouse, uh, married oh, yeah. 1957. Wait, what? Yeah, and then they married other people. Yeah, and then, and then they got and back then, together. And then they got back together. Yeah, 1957 so, yeah. to 1962, they were married, and then they were divorced for like 10 years, and they got back together from 72 to 81, and mm, then and Natalie Wood untimely died. Death. I know. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. went on a boat with Robert Wagner and uh, Christopher Walken, and uh, two came back. For real? She fell off the boat. Is that what happened? Yeah. That's or, what I would like to... Th- I don't think there was any foul. But, but that's who your sister is named after, because I love Natalie Wood so much. Now, now, do you know... Natalie. Do you know, do you know the classic joke? Uh, uh, what, what, what's the only kind of wood that doesn't float? Uh, Natalie Wood? Yikes. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. So, so that, that, so that is a joke you can tell. <laughs> That's those are words that you can say. Those are things that you can <laughs> say. Yeah, I, and You're so a funny guy. Uh, I've got better ones. That's an old jokey joke. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, uh, so yeah, that yeah. so that was your first. So that was your first celebrity crush, and it sounds and it sounds like it's uh, and it's uh, oh, maybe maybe gone through your entire life. Well, and I sat next to Paul Anka at lunch today. Really? Oh my God! Do you know who that is? Uh, Paul Anka, a uh, record producer, singer? Singer, way back in the, when I was a teenager, when was I a teenager? In the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul Anka and, and um, um, lots of other guys. And he wrote a lot of music. Yeah, Just, he, uh, he wrote music for so many people. He wrote, uh, and I saw this on a documentary, Paul Anka wrote My Way for Sinatra, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty damn sure and about then, that. And then, who's the the... The one that beautiful is the the play on Broadway that they for okay look that one up I don't know get on it um, beautiful play Broadway anyway yeah, anyway for that singer he wrote a lot of songs for her and um, uh, anyway he's just got this killer smile and he looks terrific and you're in Beverly Hills and you I'm were, Beverly you went to the Hills and then... at the I went to the doctor and I just started walking around and uh, wanted to just you know kind of just cruise on those Beverly Hill vibes. It's, it's Rodeo Road. Oh, it's a magical place. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's very a, magical. Yeah. I well, was, if, I was if looking... you're still going to be here on November 22nd, Paul Anka, shameless plug, is uh, performing. He's singing at the at, in Beverly Hills at the Sabin Theater. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sure he's still, he's got what it takes. I was sitting to where I am from Brad. Mm-hmm. In fact, he might even have been a little closer. Wow. And so when his party came in and sat down, he looked at me and flashed his smile, reached out his hand, and I, 
because I was just kind of looking at him, dumbfounded. Yeah. Yeah. And he grabbed my hand and held it gently and smiled. And, and said, put it down. I'm wearing a Robert Wagner tie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, so you could say that Paul Anka was uh, flirting with you. So now, uh, yeah. Adam Ray and I are going to go get some baseball bats, and we're going to go visit Paul Anka. I know what you're doing. 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 I was leaving, uh, and I got up. He kind of quit talking, and and he smiled this big, beautiful smile he's always had, and, and looked at me. And and I said, thank you so much for all your great music. And he said, oh, thank you. And I said, no, thank you. And, uh, what and if then it, I walked away. Later. What if yeah, I just went yeah. on forever? No, thank you. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Then she texted me, uh, yeah. sitting next to Paul Anka at lunch. He looked at me and smiled and reached out and touched my hand gently and flashed a smile. I was stunned. I was like... Am I reading some, like, Daniel Steele novel? <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, Mom, uh, I don't want to know if there's a follow-up text. Yeah, yeah, and then there is. And then she texted, I'm eating a salad in a sort of fancy restaurant that opens to the outside. He is with a group of my age people. <laughs> and then I said... It was. Lovely people. Lovely people. And then I said, go say hello. And she goes, I'll say something when I leave. We are sitting close to each other. And then followed that text up with, I'll say something when I leave. We are sitting so close to each other. <laughs> Followed that text up with so I got up on to our leave way and he stops. Oh wait. yeah, that following that text up with on our way to the Beverly Hills Hilton. Yeah, what, <laughs> yeah. what a guy. Room, <laughs> room six hundred two. Yeah. Hey, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, what? Anyway, we, he was a giant silly. It, he, that's great. You got you, no, you got I, to meet I one think, of your heroes today. I, I think possibly he shrunk more than I have. So. <laughs> Listen, we We're don't talk about shorts. shrinking on this podcast. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of a it's, mom. This is the one place where you have to reserve your right to talk about how you uh, do not like being short. No, it, it, no, yeah, it, it, I, uh, it's, it's, it's the greatest part of your life, Putin. It's, you love you, lo- you love being finally, short. I finally entered the greatest part of my life. You're damn right, being shorter. Oh, it's yike, the best. Yikearoonies. <laughs> yikearoonies. Wow. Hashtag Yikearoonies on this one. Yeah. By the way, was, was Yikearoonie a character on the Animaniacs? Did they, like, write him out no, at, no, the, it at was, the last minute? Yakko, Wacko, and Yikearoonie? <laughs> Yikearoonie uh, seems like something that Chef Boyardee tried to get made and then yeah, died yeah. before it happened. Yeah. He was like, I've got, he's like, I've got beefaroni, spaghettios, and my latest creation, which will take over the world, is yikeroni. <laughs> no, chef. Chef, no. Boyardee. Tell, tell us more about the yikeroni. Boyardee. And then he wakes up for one more second and goes, it's Boyardee. And then falls back <laughs> and dies again. It's authentic Italian, you asshole. She's been saying yikeroonies since the get-go. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's been and, one of her catchphrases uh, and, since the beginning. That's awesome. It's like. There was another catchphrase too. What was the other catchphrase? I don't know. I don't know. Shut but... the fuck up! Stop making so much noise. <laughs> it's 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. Go to bed. No. It. Uh... How special. How special. Yeah. <laughs> Yikeroonies. There was. Um, what else? I mean, is that is that Yiddish? Where does that come from? Um, I don't is that a, know. Is that an Oklahoma thing? I think I made it up. We might we might have to release uh, Yikeroonie t-shirts. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! With your face on them. Yeah. It's actually a great idea. Uh-oh. Putin says Yikeroonie. Oh, my God. Hey, we'll see how yeah, much Twitter I, and email feedback we get after this episode. If Yikeroonie starts to... I'm not sure they're going to sell real well. Got, wait, <laughs> well, not with maybe, that attitude. Maybe, maybe put Kerms. What? On it. You know, Kerms? Kermit. 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh Kermit's face. I mean, there might there might be Yagaroonies. a there there might be a legal issue. Yeah, there might be a legal issue with that. Yeah, Yagaroonies right now. Now, if you made that Ugh. up, now explain to the audience what uh, the definition of Yagaroonies. When are you supposed to use that term? Um, when you feel some sort of foul language, you know, rising up from the depths when. Mm-hmm. When uh, your six-year-old granddaughter has just smeared uh, red lipstick all the way up the carpet, up the stairs, on the landing. You're speaking hypothetically, not from uh, a personal experience, right? In the bedroom where there's just a real pile of the red lipstick all over the carpet. Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah. And you go... Oh, 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 yike a Rooney. <laughs> well, I like it. I like it. I mean, it's great. It's yeah. got it's multi purpose. Yeah. I think we've all felt a time when, you know, we've we've maybe been in a place where we've wanted to express oh. ourselves with some a serious amount of F bombs followed by C bombs, right. followed by more F bombs. Right. Oh, but yeah. you can't. But there was one where I came close to one of those bombs. <laughs> uh when you were about um Oh, a year and a half, and your sister was about three, um, and your daddy was watching you, and I came back home, and dad, of course, had fallen asleep, and you guys have been left to your own devices, and you went into the kitchen and got out a box of cereal, I think Cheerios, and a big jug of chocolate syrup. And this sounds so Adam went, Ray. It's not even funny. Coincidentally, I've eaten this stoner <laughs> snack two weeks ago. <laughs> and then you went into your bedroom where your um, um, uh, baby bed was still up and whatever, and you guys massaged completely into the carpet all the Cheerios and all the chocolate syrup. Wow. Yeah. That's not tough yeah. to get out. And, I mean, you uh, were trying to make a chocolate Cheerio mattress. Yeah, I was yeah. like, hey, I, I was. Don't know. You and your sister were having such a great old time. And I, was... I think your dad woke up about 10 minutes before I came home mm-hmm. and just went, ooh. Yeah. Yika Runes. <laughs> now, is that something where he would like just pause and go, show your mother what you did? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, want to yeah. curse at you, yeah. so she'll yeah. know what to do. Yeah, because yeah. so, yeah. if I cause if I stand here, there's we may have one or possibly more than one less less children after this. So yeah. now, when yeah. you told me uh, and you told me this uh, just recently that uh, of the story of me um, uh, peeing in my closet, because you were telling me a, a few oh, yeah. stories of me as a kid just peeing in places. You were about three, and then you uh, you were sleeping on a bed, and we had gotten a, a artist to draw because you were totally into uh, and still are totally into the Muppets and Sesame Street, and we your headboard was we drew Kermit on the wall. They had an artist paint and, like uh, most of the cast of Sesame. It was a combo uh, Sesame, Sesame Street, Street Muppet. It was Muppet, like the gang got together yeah. just to crap. be in my bedroom. Oh, yeah. that's the best ever. Was, yeah. And so he must have gotten up in the middle of the night. Well, first of all, let's preface with that. We were, we are on the subject because my sister Natalie, you were saying, um, uh, used to uh, wet the bed. But I didn't. And you no. were like, but what you did do was pee out of the bed, but not into a toilet. <laughs> right, right. You were, you would, I'm not sure how many times you did it because I'm not sure I checked it uh, yeah. every time. Well, but I did you didn't hear have a tally some board. Wrong. Yeah, you didn't have a tally yeah. board of like, so well, if he gets to 29, I'll buy him a new bike. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. You're fine. But I, he got up in the middle of the night, half asleep, this little, you know, this, this little little yike rooney a little yike rooney in a little nudnik <laughs> and, and nudnik wow I like a it. that's what you eat yikeronies with uh, yeah a nudnik spoon yeah a nudnik spoon sure he and wasn't a whippersnapper so a little nudnik spoon and here he was standing holding his little 
little. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it was his medium soul, size. His, yeah. his small, minuscule. He was minuscule. three years old. <laughs> His microscopic and, 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 you. and the 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 closet was open. He was just standing there peeing, kind of asleep, and peeing into the closet. And actually, it was a true Kodak moment. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but, are there pictures of this? Yeah, Is that why yeah. you're saying this? No, no, I didn't have, have the wherewithal no. to do that. Yeah, man. But we only had camera a, phones existed. But, but the best best part uh, was uh, seeing. Um, pee stains on the edge of the laundry chute that were The best part of waking (laughs) up is seeing your three-year-old pee down your laundry chute. Pretty much. Pretty much. Which I would. Yeah, that was... Because there was a door on the second level. You wouldn't sleep on that one. No, no. I knew what I was doing. I was trying to make a point. Hey, I need these shirts washed by tomorrow. Uh, no, but there was a shoot. There was a you, you could... like watching the water. The, well, the kind of oh, it was like a second cascade. story. Second, the second story of the yeah. house. Okay. You, there was on the on that floor was a door that mm-hmm. led to the laundry room, which was right below it on the yeah. first floor. Which so you was could, just oh, so cool. Which was so it was Brad. Oh, it was as like a kid. It's a the trap thing. door, secret passageway. Yeah. Goonies had a, to open the door and and look down. So we would, when the clothes would stack up, my sister and I would jump um, through the um, passageway onto yeah. the clothes, and it yeah. was which I didn't even know about the jumping. All I knew was it was maybe me. the most fun to date I've had in my life. Oh my god, this is yeah. this is so weird because my family had the same thing. Whoa, we Whoa. had yeah, we had we we had we had the shoot, and uh, I remember one time when I was like five, uh, my dad. Punished me for something or whatever, and threw you and, down the uh, and, shoot. and threw me down the chute. No, well, like he, he 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 would always threaten that, but um, <laughs> I I thought you know what I don't want to I don't want this to happen, and I had just seen a cartoon where there was some sort of hypnotizing involved, so I went to the top uh, of the of the laundry chute. I knew my dad was watching TV, which, which is right next to the bottom of the laundry chute, yeah. and I and I said in my best. Uh, seven-year-old, five-year-old ghost voice. Ooh. I said, ooh, dad, this is your conscience speaking. I called him dad as a ghost, which is the dumbest move ever. Not like he would have believed it otherwise if it wasn't, but (laughs) it's like, here's your conscience speaking. Let Brad out of being grounded and give him a hundred dollars. <laughs> nice. I love that if you could ask for something from a ghost, it was yeah. just a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was another buck. Yeah, but that's so, why. Yeah. And so this is how awesome my dad is. My my dad heard that, and about ten minutes later, he walks up the stairs and he goes, "You know, son, I think I was a little too hard on you. Uh, I don't think I don't think you need to be grounded anymore. And you know what?" Here's a hundred dollars for your trouble, Pete Williams. Pete Williams, yeah, everyone. All right. And I was just sitting you there, like, love that guy. like it worked. You it worked. I'm gonna yeah. do this every week. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get stuff every day. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, next time. Yeah. No. no next time. Work. Next yeah. time it didn't work. Yeah. yeah. But uh, good yeah. for him to go along with it at least once, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep yeah. the kid yeah. fantasy going. It was. It, it was fantastic. That's wow. A, that's a great guy. That's a great guy. So, uh, 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 Adam and I's next podcast is, is we're gonna release it on on Thursdays. It's gonna be called uh, Laundry Shoot Stories, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> stories from the shoot. Yeah. Stories from the shoot. Laundry tales. Laundry. Shoot from the hip? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. That's <laughs> uh, uh, I, I love hearing the young, the young Adam Ray stories, especially when it's stuff like he smeared uh, Cheerios and chocolate sauce on the carpet because that's that literally sounds like something you would do tomorrow. It does. Yeah. Well, what I remember too is uh, what I later would combine those foods for is that I remember when I would try to make you breakfast in bed for like Mother's Day or something. But do you remember these like 
uh, combo. Very interesting These sandwiches, combos. I would, like, I was like, um, it was the thought that counts uh, is what I would try to like use at the forefront of my mind. But it was like, yeah, well, sometimes the thought uh, does not count. No, because no, it kind of craps out on it you. Kind of craps <laughs> out on you. What were the, what were these sandwiches I would bring to you for like in bed? By the way, so I'd say um, it's well, Mother's Day. Well, you did like peanut butter. But I would basically I wanted then, to make you food, but I didn't know how to cook because I was I don't know six or seven. So I yeah. would just but I knew how to make a sandwich. I knew that all that needed was bread and, and something, something and something. <laughs> that was my idea. So I would make what. I don't know. Maybe peanut butter and pickles or... or uh, no, I remember there was one time I took everything in the fridge and put it in between two slices of bread. Oh, ooh, there is that time. Now, Brad, yeah, let, let me just... Time. Yeah, let's, let me explain to you these ingredients and you tell me if you would eat this. Drunk, okay. or, drunk or stoned. Okay. Peanut butter. I'm in. Jelly. Sure. Turkey. All right. Chocolate sauce. Ketchup. Mayonnaise. Yeah. Pickles. <laughs> mustard. More turkey. Honey. Bananas. <laughs> Hershey bar. Hershey bar. I mean, you lost me until Hershey bar. Yeah. You lost me at ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) So you you just went through the fridge and said, I'm going to put this all between two pieces of bread and it's going to be amazing. I was going to show mom how much I love her. Yeah. Yeah. I was Wolfgang. Fuck this. I was. was, (laughs) Wolfgang. Fuck this. Uh, It was the worst thing ever. And, you know, it's I guess it's my culinary skills have improved slightly. Yeah, you could. I, I don't have any chicken ala breads up my sleeve. No, but you can make yeah. some Kraft mac and cheese. I can make more than that. If All I put right. my mind to it, I you can. You can? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Wow. Oh, oh, no, wait a minute. You can. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, <laughs> and mom. That's what. Yeah. Um, right. There yeah. you go. Where did you get. You uh, can cook very well. Where'd you get your cooking skills from? Mama. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Mama. But it it wasn't fancy. It's just, and also you just kind of look in the refrigerator, see what you got, and make it up. Do you think as a, a lot woman, of a lot of women do that? Do 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 you think it's a necessity that most women should be able to cook, or do you think it's are we well, in an age where it's like no, like the men should cook too, and they should? I mean, if if you don't cook, uh, you should at least know how to use your microwave. Yeah. Uh, because you damn it, you got you know. <laughs> Still trying to figure that or one out. Or reach yeah, the microwave, no. uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. Or yeah. She's, well, that I well mean, that was a problem with uh, with my new apartment because yeah. you've been in my apartment. The uh, my, the microwave came with it, and it's on, and it's a, and it's above the stove. Oh, oh great! Above yeah. the stove, oh, they couldn't have put it higher. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I mean, ba- basically, what I'm trying to say is I've gotten really good with a grappling hook. And I'm a da- I'm a damn expert, and uh, th- th- the same way 1960s Batman would like crawl up the side so- the side of the building, and oh, yeah, yeah. Which you can tell that he's laying flat on the ground. Yeah, it, it, it was and, like this advanced you know, special effect, yeah, but it's right, like oh, right. we just turned the camera, camera on the, on, right, on right, the side. Right. You like scale up the wall of the fridge, yes, to absolutely make a lean cuisine. Hey, <laughs> listen. Wow, that's a lot of effort for one Listen artificial turkey slab. Listen, Adam, I know, I, I know, I may seem like just your average ho hum stand up comedian, and that, and that's the only skill I have. But I'm, I'm actually really good with uh, futuristic toys. You've seen me on my Funky Duck. Oh my God! Oh, I- the Funky Duck's actually quite impressive. Yeah. And uh, did you see the video this- I posted of him on it today? No, no, you've had me at the doctor, Adam. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, he. 
I had an annoying cough. So all of a sudden, my dear son, love you to death. You've had it for over two months now. And, um, Maybe longer. Um, but I've been to my own doctor, but he decided that his doctor would be better. I've been at the doctor, two different doctors all day today. I'm sorry. Oh, boy. Um, and um, basically, they came up with the same thing that my doctors in Seattle came up with. Did they give you anything, though? Oh, I, I got a little bit of antibiotics, but that was that really has... But what do they say? Like, what is the... There was no different diagnosis or assessment? Not really, no. I'm sorry. No, no. But it was very interesting and reassuring to know that I'm going to good doctors. Well, here... Well, uh, this will will make you feel better. Oh, oh, the funky dunk. (laughs) Oh, you... (laughs) (laughs) He's got serious speed on that thing. Brad has been on the funky dunk. Wait, I got it. Funky duck. Funky duck. Oh, it's duck, not yeah. dunk. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's okay. been on it for three days. Yeah, three days. And and for those of you who don't know what a funky duck is, it, it, it's this little open your eyes, open yeah. your hearts, open your minds. <laughs> it's yeah. this little two wheeled uh, Segway uh, like gyroscope thing, but. Picture a Segway with much smaller wheels and no handle. No handles. Yeah, so, so I'm just basically leaning you're forward. skateboarding. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but going like straight forward or straight back. Brad has mastered this thing, and I have proposed that he film some sort of documentary um, where and go he go around jer- the country. I mean, around the country or to his next stand-up gig, just on. The yeah. funky duck. I've, there you go. You said it right. Congratulations, yeah. Adam. Yeah. Right. That's the okay. first step. So, so uh, I want to know what does a funky dunk look like? Oh, uh, <laughs> a funky dunk is what uh, Sean Kemp would do over at Dikembe Mutombo. Oh, oh, oh! Wow, great that call. that that was a funky great call. Dunk. Hey, great call. And you know what? I love hearing you talk positively about Sean Kemp. Well, I mean. Normally, you can just make jokes about the illegitimate children, but sure. um, right. but and you have and 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 I have, but let but let's face it, uh, game recognizes game, yeah. and uh, the Rain Man uh, definitely had some po- definitely had some power. He had dunks. some power. You yeah. know, uh, my uh, my mom also a big basketball fan, and we went to Sonics games growing up. And one time, here's how cool she was: okay. Kendall Gill and Detlef Schrempf mm-hmm. of the ninety three ninety four Sonics. Those are real people, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kendall Gill it does and make Def- you wonder. Deflif, 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 Deflif. What? What's his first name? Detlif. Det Detlif. Gesundheit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Detlif. Yeah. Detlif Shrimp. Okay. Um, which you can, uh, which you can pay uh, a hooker to do to you in Vegas. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, get a Detlif Shrimp. Um, <laughs> but no, she uh, she brought us to. Red Robin. There's a Red Robin in near the airport, and okay. Shrimp and Kendall Gill were doing a meet and greet, uh-huh. and we went there and, and got your ball, uh, your basketball signed. <laughs> <laughs> got your ball signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, got his yeah, little yeah, tiny, yeah, just yeah, fresh yeah. from peeing in the closet ball. <laughs> we were super fans. <laughs> they were super stars. And we we and got they super ball signed. Oh, they gave us what? And no, we got t-shirts. We got t-shirts and a picture, also. and I still have that picture. And here's what's great about that. We, my sister and I, I think she, she was still playing basketball at the time. She, it was a cool thing to go meet them. Mm-hmm. But we waited in line, and you remember this probably more than I do. But forever. I remember, forever. Probably four or five hours. No. Okay. I, would, I don't think I... I know it was long, because no, we wait. got there like six, and we left at like ten. 
So I think by the time we waited and then went through the line and got our picture, and by the way, you're thinking, you build it up in your head as a kid, like, I'm going to meet Kendall and get Dallas. We're going to become friends. You're going to ask right. me, you know, uh, how, you know, what my favorite, uh, what my best move is, like what the name of my team is. Like, sure. if I want to come sit courtside, right. walk by, and they're I'm gonna, just like, this is They're going to name me an assistant coach by the end of assistant this. coach. They're going to, like, you know, tell me the pee in your closet's cool. Yeah. You know, like, and I walk <laughs> by, and I'm like, hey, guys. And Dallas like, hello, want the picture? Great. Goodbye. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Didn't even take the picture. He just asked if I one on one and said goodbye. Well, no, I'm joking. I, they were pretty nice. They were the very boys, nice. But they didn't actually ask you to sit courtside, which, no. you know, I would have kind of pushed you out of the way and I would have taken them. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> See, a kid, I drove this ship. Well, sure, yeah, because no, she like, knows the rumor that Robert Wagner used to love to sit courtside, courtside. at, at, yeah. so, at a Sonics game. Yeah, so yeah. She, had, she had to be ready for that. So, <laughs> She's going up to George Carl trying to give, <laughs> give him a Robert Wagner tie. <laughs> <laughs> but it, maybe this will help the team. Yeah. Uh, but that, that, you know, what I love hearing stuff like that because, like the, the story I just told about my dad, the story about you uh, uh, taking them to see the Sonics uh, at the at, at the Red Robin, and it's just like that's what that's what parents do for their kids. You, you just do anything you can to make them happy. Yeah, and, and 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 that and that's what you did. That's great. Yeah, well, that's what you always. You know, I always thought that that um, uh, becoming a parent, you, they don't you don't get the manual. You know, yeah, yeah. No one, no one tells you how you're supposed to do this. They, they tell you, you know, there's, there's more instruction on how to change the oil on your car than there is, sure. um, you know, how to be a parent. Yeah, how to be a parent, mm-hmm. and uh, so you do the best you can. And I would uh, venture to guess uh, <clears throat> because it sounds like that's uh, what Natalie, my sister, has adopted. I feel like. Um, things from you without even knowing it. I hear her say a lot now, like I'm doing what mom does, and I think. Oh, which may or may not be a good thing. Yeah, but like. Because I told her, she said, but mom, you did that. I said, Natalie, you can be better than that. (laughs) (laughs) I did. And she just stopped right in her track. She had nothing, no comeback on that one. Yeah. But mom, you gave Adam lawn darts and said, go in the backyard and and have fun. Like, you. No, no. I told him to go play in the traffic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well done. Yucca, yucca. The Jewish mom version of Waka Waka from Fozzie Bear. It's like the cheap Muppet knockoff where it's like, well, we don't have Fozzie, but we have a Jewish mother saying, yucka, 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 yucka. We got that. I oh my like Fozzie an awful lot. He was the best. Sure. Was he your favorite Muppet? Well, you loved Fozzie. Well, sure. Yeah, he was the comedian. He was a comedian. Yeah. Do you remember the VHS tape that you bought me that was, hey, you're as funny as Fozzie Bear? Oh, I yeah. had that. Oh, oh my yeah. God! I had oh that tape. God. I would actually love to get stoned and watch that. It taught it, it taught you like oh. basic knock knock jokes and, and stuff, let, right? Yes, and yeah. it let you. He would say a joke, and you. It was like an interactive thing. Yes, right, right. It was where he would go like, "I'm going to teach you how to do you know, you're right?" Gonna do all shit. And then, hey, would, did Fozzie come in? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Somebody's I, stealing my catchphrase. There's a Jewish mom out there going, yucka, yucka. And I still remember one of the jokes that he taught me in that tape. Uh, it, 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 was the, it was the knock, knock, who's there, banana. And then you say that like nine times. Yes. And then on the tenth time, they go, knock, knock, who's there? And you say, orange. You say, what? Orange who? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Yeah. Oh, there's the payoff, kids. And we lost our child minds. That's the greatest joke ever. Yeah. That's so weird that we both had that tape. That was probably, man, that might have been the first thing that we probably did, like, aside from just making friends and whoever laughed, that was, like, trying to get on the path of 
right, doing well, it, right? Be, because I remember you'd watch the tape, so, so and then you you'd go. Bear. So I credit Fozzie Bear as the reason I'm in show business. <laughs> well, sure, I'm I okay mean, with that. We all yeah. we all have yeah. our we all have our comedic influences, and oh, I think yeah. uh, and, and I think we leave and out Fozzie way heroes. way too much. Yeah, yeah. we should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, you used to have a poster of him right behind me yeah. at, as we speak. Yeah, I just and one thing though, I think you know you could have maybe hit the boat a little sooner if you'd just gotten that polka dot um, scarf around your neck. Like oh Fozzie. yeah, like Fozzie. And oh. you wore the hat for a while. I did you wore <laughs> you grandpa's hat? hat? Well, I had yeah. my grandpa's hat that looked exactly like like that. Fozzie. You hat. know what? I... But she didn't have the polka dot uh, <laughs> scarf. Can you imagine? Oh. I, you know yeah. what, and I just realized something, Adam. I realized why you're so happy all the time. Yeah. Because my normal seat in the podcast is right under the Muppet poster. So you get oh. to stare at a dwarf and the Muppets t- together. Yeah. Oh, you're like, oh, my God, this oh, is God. too much happiness for yeah, me. Yeah. It it's like, get any better than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if Disneyland and Universal Studios merged into one Exactly. One so, yeah, you, you, ride, you, you ride Space Mountain, and then, and then when you get off, there's the line for the Jurassic Park ride. You're like, wow. holy shit, this is the greatest time of my life. It really is. <laughs> um, we need to uh, briefly speak about how you're running with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, you yeah. can uh, since I know kind of the story, you can tell um, tell mom about. All right, it. Uh, I was invited to perform at the Montreal Comedy Festival, which is the prestigious comedy festival, the fe- the festival of festivals. Yeah, Yikeroonies. Yeah, uh, no, not not Yikeroonies. More like Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. yeah. What's a positive? Yahoo. What's a positive Yikeroonies? Uh, uh, Yike super duper Rooney. There, there you go. Jesus. That's, what? Yes, and from pudding. <laughs> uh, so, and I got picked to be on this show. Uh, handpicked. Called, handpicked. By Neil, uh, I was I was on Neil Patrick Harris's Circus Awesomeness, which was the show that was done as a gala show in front of four thousand people in a theater, and uh, I was the only stand up on the show. The other, oh Nelly, the the other acts on the God, she's full of like. <laughs> Uh, are you, she, are you, well, she reminds me of a of a nineteen eighties baseball announcer, and she has like all these catchphrases like, "Oh, it's a triple, Yike Rooney." She missed her calling. It's a it, it's it's a home run. Whoa, Nene! Whoa, did you see him drop that 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 pop that pop fly? Yaka yaka! <laughs> it's perfect. Okay, uh, okay, go ahead. So the other I'm acts, uh, the uh, the other acts on the show was. Uh, God, I wish I had the list in front of me. Um, but like uh, Sam and Dave, which you which you would have loved because yep. it's a very talented comedian and a puppet. Now, not a ventriloquist because he's not controlling the puppet. Uh, some other comedian is controlling Dave the puppet. And uh, uh, he's awesome. There was an aerialist. There was uh, a sword swallower. Uh, there was Puddles the Clown uh, who who sings and is, and is about six foot nine and is creepy as all hell. And is famous, right? Yeah, very famous. Has a very angelic voice. He got famous off a viral video of him doing a cover of uh, Royals uh, by Lord. Um, and yeah, just these amazingly. There, there was a juggler that was insane. Just these really talented comics and and or not comics, but uh, uh, variety acts. And then the whole thing is Puddles doesn't say a word. And, and Neil is the host, and he's the ringmaster of this whole he thing. He must be having a blast. Oh, it was so much fun. And I got to and meet Neil, and he's so great, so nice. Uh, and he, he did some magic right at the beginning of the show. So he had that, too. And uh, the whole thing is throughout the show, Puddles keeps asking Neil if he can do something, like kind of whisper in his ear, like, can I do something? And Neil says, no, you can't do anything. And then we, we don't have time. Then at the very end of the show, 
Puddles, uh, Puddles comes out and says, can I do something? And uh, Neil says, yeah, sure, why not? And he starts, Puddles starts singing, My Heart Will Go On, the theme from Titanic. And he does this in this most angelic voice you've ever heard. And then when he kicks it in to when, like, the guitars really happen, uh, the back of the stage opens up. And a, a replica of the Titanic comes through. Oh, Neil Patrick Harris is I doing the it. Jack, I'm flying pose. Oh, and me and the other acts uh, are surrounding him. And it's just this great moment. I posted a bunch of pictures and videos on my Instagram. And uh, Neil could not have been nicer. Hung out with the whole cast. Uh, we did a couple after parties. Neil was there. Uh, talked with me for a while, and uh, is he coming over now? Uh, we're going there. We're we're gonna, gonna go. go, to go we're gonna go to New York and, and do a podcast with him. Uh, we, we're we're working on a date. He invited us to stay at his place in Harlem and uh, meet his kids and his husband. And I could not be more thrilled. Yeah, this That's is incredible. Wow. Yeah. This oh is, yeah. This is this is gonna be awesome. I've I've I can now say I've texted Neil Patrick Harris, and he texts back, and it. It makes me giddy every I, time. I can't. I mean, we're we're slowly like just crossing off our '90s heroes list. Absolutely. I mean, you Mr. Know. Belding, mm-hmm. Jaleel White, Joey McIntyre, Neil Patrick Harris. Wow. Like, we, we, who else is on that list? Uh, God. I mean, soon. Like John, we just said, John Jeff. Stamos, Stamos, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jennifer Love Hewitt. We need to make that happen. Oh, uh, we need to make both Saget. Of happen. Sa- Saget. We oh, had Saget. we we we, we had Saget on the podcast. Yeah, funny oh, yeah. videos. So just uh, a truly a truly incredible experience. And uh, they you know they say never meet your heroes because they'll always like disappoint you. But uh, Neil mm. was the exact opposite. He yeah. he totally exceeded. Uh, One of those so, moments yeah, too awesome. that make and the fact that he handpicked you is so cool because yeah. he got sent a big list of comedians and said that guy. So it's like yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. It was it, it was really fun. And uh Doogie picked you. Yeah. Do- Doogie picked you. <laughs> Coming yeah. this fall. It's a CBS. Yeah. Doogie, Doogie pick- picked me. Sounds like a needlepoint pillow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she does what we do, but then does a slightly older reference. Yeah. That's so that's so yeah. cool. It does. Yeah. I, love, I, I love you, Puddin'. Who would uh Aw Gars. Uh, <laughs> And, and and that and that's what Puddin' nineteen eighties baseball announcer said when there when there's an error. <laughs> oh, oh gosh! No no no! They go dad gummit. Dad gummit. <laughs> Yo, somebody Sam meets Puddin'. Dad gummit. Oh, that's what. But Joel Oakies would say. Dad oh god, gummit. that's so great. Do uh, any dad of your gummit. other friends up in Seattle have these catchphrases? No. Um, possibly not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a bummer. What yeah. uh. Let's see. I mean, yeah, because I, I mean, Adam, you would know, right? Yeah, and I mean, you know, you're you're a, you're a true original, Putin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that really fries my bacon. <laughs> Where is that from? That's, a, that's an Oki saying. That really fries my bacon. So that means like that means okay. So that that's before Yikeroonies. Fries my bacon is like. So, I'm starting to get a little angry, and a Yakirunis might be coming down the, yeah, down or, the path. Down the pike. Or is fries my bacon? What happens when you someone says, "Hey, what do you think about that Robert Wagner?" You're like, oh, he really fries my bacon. Yeah, I think it go <laughs> oh, either way. That could possibly go either way. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, bacon's a good thing. And yeah, uh, right. or, or, wait, Jews is that? Is that yeah. not is, really? Is that, okay, yeah, not you don't really. eat bacon. No, you keep kosher. Turkey bacon. Yeah. There it is. She's a good Joe. She's a good Joe. <laughs> so yeah, so so that could be a good or or bad thing. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of other. Yeah, things. and then uh, and then while I was off doing that, Adam 
was doing this, uh, and I'm not sure how much we we're, allow- talk, we're allowed to say. We can talk a little bit about it. I mean, okay. what I do want to talk about is, okay, so we, I mean, I think it's known what I was doing in Boston. Yeah. You, you sang the theme song on a pre- Who are you going to call? Some random group of people that may fight poltergeists. Sure, for sure. That was the original name of the movie. Directed by Paul Feig. Yeah, so... Oh, Ghostbusters. Jesus. We're trying to be subtle. Trying to be subtle and not talk about it. Hey, Paul, sue her, not us. Um, so I was doing that and then went to Atlanta to, uh, to do a show for TBS that I can't talk about right now, but it will be coming out, uh, soon. Yes. But Buddy had his mama come out. She watch. came out to watch oh, yeah? the taping. Yeah. Yeah. And, to and Atlanta? Dad, and, and my stepdad, and George, dad. came down. That's awesome. Uh, and, and, they, I, and I met the, met the producer's mom and daddy and we... No kidding. It was great, but I want to talk... Fair. Yeah, it was, it was way cool to have him there because it was such a unique thing to be shooting and sure. you want your family to see that. Um, but what was crazy was that I blew my voice out the first day of um, of the movie. Oh man! And and just had a voice that was just oh no much. It was it was almost like almost like Splinter. And uh, <laughs> and so then I went to do to do Hyundai, and I was like, you know, get an all new Hyundai Sonata. And they're like, <laughs> yo, Sensei, uh, <laughs> I think you might need to go uh, yeah. see if the turtles need help. But no kidding. Definitely don't help us sell cars with those set of pipes. Right. So. Um, I it, it worked for the movie because of just what I was uh, what my part was, but uh, then I had to go shoot the show uh, in Atlanta and do Hyundai and uh, vocal rest is the only way. You've lost your voice too, and you know that it's the only way yeah. is vocal rest. You uh, can... I lost it in the aforementioned Montreal Comedy Festival where I did oh, no. uh, I I did a show at the goddamn Comedy Jam uh, where uh, I think we've talked about it, but just to recap, uh, Josh Adam Myers great comedian has a show called the goddamn comedy jam Every, er, the, the comic goes up does a 10 minute set and then does a song of his choosing with a band with a live incredible band live band incredible band element op yeah so i did the song uh by the by the proclaimers i would walk 500 miles wow and uh and tore the house down tore the house down with it and I sang you, it hard you can't help but go all in with this no band because the live so audience fun. is there and you just the performer comes out so yeah i lost my voice the next day and had to call in an emergency doctor because this was on... So did I. Yeah, this was on Thursday, and my first shows with Neil were on Monday, and I was like, I need to be well by that time. So you didn't right. party. No. And so I, I went on a mass Google rampage of like what to sure. do and not do, because I, A, had a lot of dialogue in, uh, um, in the film, and mm-hmm. a lot of singing, just a lot of really cool shit that I needed uh, a voice for. Yeah. And I, so I'm like, all right, lozenges... Tea, water, no booze or coffee, nothing right. to dry up the vocal cords. And not talking. Not talking. That's the main thing. I talked to, um, and then, so then the voice was okay, and then it just kind of got worse. And yeah. then I'm flying at the end of the, uh, by the way, every night I'm getting home at 7, and I'm in bed by 8.30, and asleep probably by 9, which I haven't done since I was 10 years old. <laughs> Adam Ray. And peeing in a closet. Um, <laughs> Did did you do that just for old time's sake? Yes. It's like <laughs> yeah. screw you, Hilton. That was my throwback Thursday. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, so then I uh, I was asleep every night because I had to be somewhat responsible and no right. booze, no coffee, no and um, just every night. It was, and then it it would get a little bit better. And then, like you, emergency doctor, I get to Atlanta for the uh, TBS show mm-hmm. and. They sent a doctor uh, who gave me a steroid shot, which yeah. is what singers will do, which gives you your voice back for right. 12 to 18 hours. Right. And it did miraculously. It was yeah. incredible. And yeah. uh, I, it sounded like it, it does now. Uh, so, it, you know, it was, it was this. And then it was this. 
which wow. is bananas to think about. Yeah, and I'm glad me- that I'm, I'm glad that you got the steroid shot because uh, and uh, we'll have to have Josh Adam Myers on the podcast to tell to say what he had to do because uh, I was told that I would have to do this as well if my voice didn't come back by Sunday. Thankfully, it did. Josh uh, wasn't so lucky; he had to keep doing shows in Montreal and keep and keep singing. So rather than take a steroid, he had to take a, a suppository. Whoa. Yeah. So we had to stick a pill up his butt. Wow. I had to do that when I think I was, remember I was like nine at. No, uh, no, you refused. You ran away. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I love that you no, remember. No, it was yeah. at, it was at no, the, no. I think it was at the Freedman's. I, 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 I it was, was at Maya Freeman. And, Maya... and I tried to, I just couldn't nail that butt down enough to <laughs> put that. Adam has said that sentence a lot, but not in reference to yeah, that at all. Right, no. Right. no, no, you, you chose to remain sick. I was sick. What was it? I did. You were really wow. sick. Like, I'll remain need, sick. Yeah, if anybody ever questions my sexuality. <laughs> yeah, you um, just chose to remain sick. Now, I was. I remember throwing up a lot, and it was yeah. at uh, Myra Friedman's house. It was just house. so special. I was so sick. What happened? I, I don't was think it was Friedman's. You were at, we were at somebody else's It was some house. sort of um, Jewish gathering. It was a okay. um, uh, Passover Seder or something. Rosh yeah, Hanukkah. There it is. <laughs> it was for Rosh Hanukkah. But it was, I think it was a Seder. So why was the pill up the ass the first option? Or was well, it? Well, uh, that was when you're a little kid, that's what worked. Because you can't swallow you a pill? Well, you still don't like to swallow a pill. Yeah. Well, I do know. I'm fine with it now. You yeah. Are? yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, but your ass, that's all. Yeah, that, ass that, is off limits. That, that's always good for a swallowing. Hey, what, hey <laughs> when I was seven years old, I had three rules of life. <laughs> okay. You want to hear, hear what they were? I do. Um, mac and cheese, any time of the day. Sure. No cuts, no butts, no coconuts. Classic. Which was which I still stand by and for movie theaters, airports. You said that at the bank three days ago. Yeah, any type of line situation, no cuts, no butts, no coconuts. And I love where that came from, by the way, because right. the person who was like, first of all, the no cuts, that's first. So that rule sure. had to come up first where somebody saw somebody cut in line and they go, hey, uh, no cuts, man. Yeah. And then they go, and then maybe they look down and go, also, get, no rid, of that, get rid of that butt. Like, no no butts? butts? Maybe maybe the, and the maybe they, a cigarette butt, they were they. Threw a cigarette butt on the floor. And, and maybe then, it's like, hey, no cuts, no butts mean you don't get sex. I don't know. No butts. or No no if ands, or buts. Maybe he just shortened it to no butts. Ah, and then the guy was sense. also holding yes. coconuts, and he was like, we are at the bank. <laughs> and, now t- place. and now we're taking <laughs> your coconuts. Not a place for coconuts. <laughs> how, like, how is that? Like, no no cuts, no butts, no coconuts. Who Who's like, nah, dude, I'm cutting. And then you say no coconuts. He's like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a coconut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just, just because yeah, yeah. of the, okay, rhyming, no, the rhyming scheme. Yeah, exactly. Rhyming, so anyway, yeah. no cuts, I, no butts, no coconuts. Mac and cheese at any time of the day. Sure. And my ass is off limits for pills. So I stayed pretty much made that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I made that clear at seven. So yeah. I just, I stayed sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just violently How many sick. people tried to hold my butt down? <laughs> I mean... Wait, we're talking about Well, we at didn't this point. make this a community event. I mean, you know. <laughs> How many Jews does it take to hold down a sick kid's ass? Oh, God. Uh, three. Uh, two to hold it down and, well, and just, one to complain we, about it. We left you alone. <laughs> we left you alone. I yeah. think I just left you with your dad. Well, I mean, because no one wants to be the overly enthusiastic person that's like, no, this is going in his ass. <laughs> like, no one wants to be that guy. No. Yeah. Uh, Suppo- okay, so you ha- you got to avoid the suppository. I I avoided. Josh Adam Myers did not. Uh, so uh, well, it made him feel better. I bet it did. It See, did. That's there so you go. weird. There yeah. You go. So uh, I I got better, but you but you got the steroid. I got the steroid and it helped, and then I took some pred- prednisone. Prednisone, which is uh, another, another that killed steroid. Michael Jackson. 
No, that was no. propofol. Oh, okay. Um, Want to make sure? Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no, and you only take this for about a week, and that helps. That helps also. It helps ride the high of the steroid shot to continue right. giving you your voice. And gotcha. Um, yeah. But that type of. And then of, you got to take care of it. That type of rest and vo- I mean, and just being, uh, I mean, and not talking. I mean, I, I stayed off the phone. I mean, I st- it was just yeah. like, and not drinking and, and coffee too. Like, I had no uh, all coffee, your, weed, all your vices. or booze for about three weeks. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You, you and nobody to. really wanted to be around them then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. So Some that, things never change. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, but and I remember texting you while uh, while you're on the East Coast doing it, and uh, the same way you talked uh, you talked about when I was doing the radio thing, texting me at like nine thirty and being like, "Hey, dude, can't talk, going to bed." You're yeah. like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah, I was doing the same thing, like texting you at like uh, ten o'clock East Coast time, like, "Hey, man," uh, you know, and talking about whatever podcast that we're gonna yeah. Put together that week is like, hey, I'm sorry, I gotta go to bed. And it's like, uh, 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 yeah, but where's my friend? Uh, but, where, but, but where's my friend Adam Ray? And on the flip side, you wake up early, and yeah. so when I would be up for call times at 7 a.m., and uh, you would, oh wait, no, but it was East Coast change. But sometimes you were on the East Coast, yeah, because I was in Montreal. Or whatever. So I would text you at like 7:30, and then you would text back like, "What are you doing up? <laughs> yeah, like, who is this Adam <laughs> yeah, Ray yeah. that's up at 7:30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? Yeah, so it, it, schedule. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's, it's hard turning into a responsible adult. It, I <laughs> it mean, really, you hey. know, it's not an easy. Uh, it really is. You know, segue and, into that. And, it really is. And you and you know about that mm. now because now uh, you also uh, live alone now. Yeah, I'm living alone. Got, got the, this is a big deal. Living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, you hear that, ladies? Listen to the podcast. You don't have to worry about a roommate anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you may have to worry no about Putin coming in unannounced. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's everybody, fine. But everybody loves Putin. Or cleaning exactly. the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she came in immediately, so she's staying there for a few days to help, uh, you know, just reacclimate me, me back into the uh, world as an adult. Sure. Because I'm 33 now with my own place. First time ever. And And I will say this. You know, it's uh, tough to afford a place out here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a nice place by yourself. Right. As you uh, go through this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I liked living with people. I've always liked sure. socializing and just having somebody, being by myself, just never was appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was ready. Timing is everything. And now it's now it's great. And, and Putin has come down and, and is overstepping her boundaries every day <laughs> with the amount of changes I should make. But some of them have been great. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and sometimes you need, you, you need that outside force to just be you like, another hey, set of eyes. do this. And, you know, yeah, well, and and when I get real annoying, he says, well, I, I got to go do a show now. <laughs> <laughs> I had to it's leave like, last night. It's, he had two, to it's leave last night. two o'clock enough. in the afternoon. Yeah. I have to do a show, mom. Yeah. yeah doing a show, right, doing right. an after school special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now you live alone. So now there are candles. Everywhere there is no limits to the oh I don't know if you've seen I actually just found because I cleaned up my room as I'm moving to the uh, uh, other room Dave's yeah. old room and um, I found like f- I don't know eight candles I've purchased that I hadn't set out yet so now <laughs> there's in that corner as you look yeah. on your way out about fifteen candles just ready to go oh, just ready it. to be a part yeah. of the party just- oh and and I've been looking around the house going oh Adam you've got this oh really and I'm finding <laughs> things that he's oh, there was been a here light for in the two kitchen. years there's a light in the kitchen yeah. she goes I go what's this she goes a light in the kitchen I go wow she goes you've been here for two years you didn't know that was there <laughs> yeah, yikeronies <laughs> There's a light over the sink he's never turned on. Uh, so, you know, there you go. And I told him, I said, Adam, I'm going to buy you some new dishes. 
And so then when I'm in there putting the groceries up, kind of just looking around, there's a whole set of dishes down there you don't even know you got. Hey, man, I'm like the Goonies in that way. I like to find new prizes and treasures. And I found placemats and new napkins that had price tags on them. So he said, we really had those? Yeah, and there was a great laundry chute that I've already peed in. Yeah, so so basically what you're trying to say is Adam is a responsible adult. He just didn't know it. No, like he had, like he had all the tools, yeah, blissfully unaware. I mean, I, 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 I feel like this is a like a Tony Danza thing, where it's like you all. I can't do an impression. Wait, you were about Fuck. to do? I was no. about to do a Tony. You've never tried to do a Tony. I've, ne- I've never tried to do a Tony. Hold on. You were trying. Uh, it was Michael Caine. Meets you always tried to. You, you all, you, you, you always thought you were going to be an adult, but it was in you the entire time. Oh, was that a decent Tony? Yeah, that was good. It's not a Ted Koppel, Let me tell you that much. Brad can do a Ted Koppel impression. Oh, I love Hi, Putin Cox. I'm Ted Koppel. You're watching Nightline. Tonight, children peeing in closets. Mm. Is it safe? Will your child die in the morning if he does it? Stay tuned. I'm Ted Koppel. And the, wait, and the, I, uh, I love Ted, Ted Koppel, but you know what? What's he that? He needed to get a haircut. <laughs> How the dare guy, you, Putin Cox? Me and Donald Trump have the same barber. <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe that. You. I believe that. And when we come back, the true meaning of the word <laughs> yikaroonies. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> it was good. Well, wonder what happened to Ted Koppel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Show. That's the show. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, 
takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.